0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hey, you guys. It's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or allisonrosen.com. Hello, my little chestnuts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode. Before it officially starts, we have time to chat a little bit. Hello, Gary. Hey Allison. Happy bladed birthday. Thank you very much. And I'm sorry you're sick. Thank you. Do you know how you got sick? Or did nope. you? Nope. What's going on? Is it just, is it snot? Is it flu? Is it fever? I don't know. All right.
0: I do like, <laughs> I do like that this is the fifth person I've got this from. I'm not Dr. Drew. I have no fucking idea. I'm sick.
1: Well, at least it's not affecting your cheerful attitude.
0: <sighs> not at all.
1: Do you feel like shit? Yeah, I just threw up two minutes ago. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. I feel like you shouldn't be here. Not. I, I don't mean that from a selfish, like, we're all going to get sick. I mean, like, if you're really throwing up and you're that sick, I feel like you should probably go home because that would probably be best for you. It's great that we're doing this on air.
0: I'm. Yeah, I'm sure most people around here are concerned with what's best for me.
1: <laughs> well, I actually am. I know am. you
0: are. I know you are. I know. But I wish I, I could
1: care enough to make up for the lack of everyone I, else. I
0: don't think that... Yeah, that would would be – okay. Yeah.
1: Um, All right. Well, if you need to uh, leave your spot at the mic to go vomit. Thank you. You just um, let me know. Well, I'm sure it will feel super good for you to read an iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison
2: wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars.
0: All right. This week's iTunes Comment of the Week comes from Opus Mianart, and it is titled, How Does This Work? First heard Allison on Adam's show with Joe Coy. Decided to give it a try. The offbeat humor in the show's segments are funny and make you think. Her interview style is fresh and different. The team adds color and contrast throughout the show. I don't know how something like the shower talk could be an ongoing conversation, but it works. Love the show and wish them continued success.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for your delightful iTunes comment of the week. And if you would like your iTunes comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a delightful comment. And uh, don't forget to click five stars. That's our favorite number. All right. The episode with Adam Ray is about to be upon you. It's about to be inside your ears. But first, I want to tell you about Hulu Plus. You're certainly familiar with Hulu.com, but Hulu Plus is so much more. Um, If you're like me, you have no attention span and you can't stand having to be stuck somewhere with nothing to do. The idea of being stuck somewhere with nothing to do is probably like hell for you. It is for me. That's why I constantly need my phone. And here's the best way to get through boring, uh, time-consuming activities. Just watch a show on your phone or your tablet. Um, Actually, with Hulu Plus, you can watch on-demand shows anywhere. You can watch on your computer, smartphone, tablet. Watch your favorite shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, Scandal. Every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law & Order, SVU, Desperate Housewives, Grey's Anatomy. And especially, I have to say, since... Ah... Uh couple big shows, just that they just had their season finale. You really need this now, because you're probably thinking, what am I going to watch? You're going to watch all this stuff. Check out exclusive content, including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask, which is Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. Uh, For only $7.99 a month, you can catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie, and stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. So right now, you guys can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. It's a special opportunity. Offer for you guys, so make sure you use huluplus.com forward slash Allison so that you get the extended free trial and they know that we sent you. It is important. Otherwise, they'll be like, Where'd you guys come from? And I want them to know that you guys came from me. So go to huluplus.com forward slash Allison right now for your extended two-week free trial. Also, you're probably thinking, there's a couple people on my list that I don't know what to get gifts for, and it is time to be getting gifts. Allow me to save you from that morass. Get them the no-no. It is a brilliant gift idea. It is a totally portable, convenient hair removal device that does not hurt. Men and women can use it, all skin types. Um, And it's got this little cool LED like readout thing and it tells you if you're using it right based on the way it lights up so it's not only uh, effective but it is fun uh weeks of long lasting results and professional results at home never again do you have to deal with getting laser treatment or waxing or all of that expensive painful stuff um and again as i said it works on all skin types all hair colors and it's safe and effective for both men and women it uses a patented thermicon technology to remove and treat hair for weeks of long lasting results so to take advantage of a special offer for my listeners, which is, that's you guys, go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Again, that's nonobestfriend.com or call 800 508 Four eight one five. So here is the exclusive offer for you guys. You get the no-no device. You get an exclusive facial kit so you can use it not only on your body but also to remove facial hair. You get a travel case, which by the way, I have that. It's pretty snazzy. $100 discount shopping card and the entire purchase is backed by their triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay to ship it back for you to ship it back to them so you don't risk a penny. Try the no-no. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, here is the Adam Ray episode. I hope you – think of it as an early Christmas gift. I um, hope you enjoy it. I really enjoyed talking to him. And uh, I love you guys. And in case you're wondering, Gary has not thrown up in between the beginning of this and right now. I don't know if he's thinking about it. Probably now he is. Now I'm worried about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hang in there, everyone, especially Gary. I love you guys. Goodbye. Oh, I mean, not goodbye. What am I saying, not goodbye? I mean, here we go.
2: i will you.
1: Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here with Adam Ray, comedian, actor, co-host of the About Last Night podcast. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Oh,
3: it's going great.
1: So this is... We've never, ever started the show in the way that I'm going to suggest we do. Oh. Because usually we do the Hey Go Fuck Yourself segment at the end if we even do it. But since I know that you are all <laughs> fired up about something, up. let's just do it now.
3: Yeah, we should. We might as well. Just, I'm, I'm very, I'm connected to this, what happened. All right. So basically, a um, uh, haircut is a very, It's a, it's a big thing for people if you have hair.
1: I'm not a violent person, but one time I took a duffel bag. <laughs>
3: By the way, that's a great way to start any sentence or story. I know I'm not a violent person, but, <laughs> but... if you fuck with my head, I'll fucking kill you. Um, what happened?
1: When I was young, I uh, I took a duffel bag filled with I don't know what, but just imagine like how much doesn't stuff matter. Duffel, the
3: shape of duffel bags and the like uh, texture or the um, what, if, even if you stuff just a, a sleeping bag in a duffel bag and you clock somebody with that,
1: Lens, well, they're no. gonna
3: forget their sixties. Yeah. What did you have in the duffel bag? You don't remember? I
1: don't know, but it, it wasn't a person that I threw it at. Now, now I feel. <laughs> was Brad is, Williams just... <laughs> in the duffel
3: bag? <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I didn't know him yet. Okay. Um, but no, I took it and I, th- I was in my bedroom, my childhood bedroom, and I threw it against the shutters. Just imagine all the clattering that would happen. I am. Yeah. And it was because I was so upset with my haircut. I. I I've never As been raped.
3: <laughs> again. <laughs> again. You're two for two in starting sentences right but now.
1: P- thank you. I liken a bad haircut to what I imagine. N- this is hugely offensive wow, to those who haven't. For raped. sure.
3: I doubt I just, anyone. It just feels
1: very. No, I pretty much. I doubt much, any
3: rape victim has gotten up at a meeting and been like, oh, so it was really awful. It, you know, like when you want your bangs a certain way. And then, you know, like, I, I doubt they've started.
1: I don't know which is more offensive, <laughs> my analogy or your impression of – is that a rape victim or is that an impression of me? Oh, <laughs> no,
3: no, no. That was but a rape victim. Of... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But so anyway, all I'm saying is I completely understand the feeling of being violated by having someone fuck with your hair. Okay, good. Thank yeah. you. Now you go.
3: Because that that was important, by the way, to get your support for the story. Yeah, I'm, It was I'm with because you. otherwise – because if you, first of all, had no hair – you would not give two shits about this story. Right. No. And you have your own personal connection to it.
1: Do I many a haircut has ended in my tears. It's I'm the not worst. I'm not exaggerating. Do you have
3: a go to place that you go to?
1: No, that is the problem.
3: Got to get got to do that. Yeah. I have there's a guy in Beverly Hills who's a friend of uh my friend from college who's a gay French dude uh who is uh, uh looks like he's 20 but he's like 50. And he talks like this. His name is Gino and he's always he's taking acting classes and he's always every time I go in he's like oh he's like tells me the secret of acting. He like tells me all this shit as if like I didn't go to school for it. But I listen <laughs> and like, you know, I'm very polite. And, uh, and we'll appease the, the things he wants to tease. He's like, all acting is, in the class, the, I'll be in the scene and they'll talk to me and I'll go, I know. And I'll look <laughs> at them and listen. And all it is, is look, you look and listen. And that's acting. Oh, and so I'm that's like, the secret. And I'm like, oh shit, Gina, where were you like eight years ago, man? You could save me hundreds of thousands of dollars, not to mention give me a character to fucking walk around and pretend to be. <laughs> he's like, dude, he is like a bananas person. He needs his own show. Like we heard Michael Jackson on uh, his iPod, uh, Jackson 5 popped up. And it was like, um, you know, ABCs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, I love this little, uh, the little R and B with the kids is so great. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know, it's Michael Jackson. He goes, what? He goes, he doesn't sound black. Huh? And I just look at him like, dude, do you fucking are you are we on a hidden camera show? Like he right. just he talks in the fucking most ridiculous sound bites. Anyway, I usually go to him. He was out of town. Uh. I found this gal that I go to at Rudy's, and I'll I'll say them on air. I was going to kind of keep the the name of the establishment uh, on lockdown, but I think they're doing well enough for themselves that one instance will not put the kibosh on their business model.
1: Right. But if it does- I would never go to them now.
3: Well, good. (laughs) (laughs) So the girl I used to go to, very sweet, wasn't in town. My hair was getting very, um, you know what? I'll say it. It was getting very dewy. It was getting pretty poofy.
1: Do you have a natural frizz happening?
3: It's got a nice little poof.
1: Do you have curly hair,
3: uh, or just fuzzy it, hair? No, not even fuzzy. It's just um, I have great hair. Do you say great? Just, just kidding. I would believe it. It's, very, it's, it's voluminous. Uh, it's, it's, it's it's it gets big, and it's, uh I mean, like you know, I played Danny Zuko in Grease in high school, and okay. like it can get back to that if it wants to. Right. Um, and so uh, I was like, I, before I go home for these shows uh, that I'd come on uh, with you and with Adam to uh, promote a few weeks ago, I was like. I gotta trim it down a little bit. So I, uh, the girl I go to is not there. I go, all right. Um, I can, I should be able to trust anybody who's there. Mm. These people got so, it. They applied for a job there and they got a job there. <sighs> I should be able to walk in and go. I trust you, so I sit down in the chair. I meet this guy immediately. I meet him. I'm like, dude, I'm getting bad vibes from you. So you know, just
1: you just you just made an appointment with just anyone oh, there. Yeah.
3: I just what? Well, yeah. Just. What did
1: you say to them when? Like, did you say I just need a haircut? No, I sat Give down. I go, anyone? dude. I
3: got picked. I just go, who's available? And this guy walks up, and this little fucking just tiny dude and fucking fucking you know glasses and fucking spiky hair and he had a little fucking like tiny little mustache and some nice really tight hipster jeans and he again that was not what threw me off. I was like, oh, this dude seems chill. And I uh, was like, "What's that, man? What's that?" And I was like, "Hey, man!" And he like, he's like, "Man, it's Peter or whatever the fuck his name was." Uh, and uh, and I go, "Cool, man!" And I sit down in the very like relaxed way that you do when you sit down. And You're just like, ah, "I trust right. you," kind of I'm you sit in down. your hands. I'm in your now. hands, you know. And uh, and he, I start showing pictures. I'm very specific. I'm like, "Dude, do this. This is like what I want. This is how it's been." Just kind of take a, a picture little bit of off your own hair. Yeah, no, it's a picture. A, a picture of my dick. And I was like, "And after this, man, oh, would you like to see what my hair I want to look like?" And uh, he's like, "Wait, go back." And then, uh...
1: No, sometimes, you know, like, sometimes you might bring in a photo of, say, Sarah Sarah Michelle Gellar no, many years right. ago. Yeah. I brought that in. Like, and, I would like this hair.
3: For sure. Do, ladies do that, don't they?
1: Yes, we do. That's awesome. And I haven't done it in a long time. I think the guys do that. And they're they like, probably don't. give
3: me the Stamos. They should, though. <laughs> <I know. laughs> give me the Danny Glover. And, uh, so, uh, so I sit down. I'm like, all right, we're on the same page? He's like, I think so, man. I was like, need a little bit more fucking affirmative yeah, make you commitment believe. on that. Yeah, And, uh... So, uh, he starts cutting and, uh, it's going okay. And then I kind of space out a little bit and he's like, Hey man, i going to go a little short on the sides. How short do you want? I go, not that short, man. Next thing I know, just kind of spacing out thinking about, you know, maybe my first love or, you know, why my parents split up. And, uh, and I, uh, I look in the mirror and all of a sudden I just see like the sides way short and it's still way long on top and I just kind of go, whoa, whoa! Fuck. I'm getting a real
1: nine hundred two one zero vibe from your description of it.
3: Yeah, it's like, remember, Wright said, Fred. <laughs> yes. By the way, you should never. <laughs> nobody should ever start a. Uh, here's what my head looks like by saying that. And so, dude, he just the sides were shaved, left the hair on top, and I looked in the mirror. I go, dude, what the f- what what what? And he goes, what's up, man? I go, what are you? What is? Dude, I showed you pictures. Like, what is? What are you doing? How? Why'd you go so short? He goes, dude. I thought it looked good. I go. He goes. People wear their hair like that, man. I go. That's not what I asked you, man. I go. He goes. Yeah, but this it looks good, man. I go. But it's not. I didn't ask you to give me not this on my phone. (laughs) And then he goes. You're gonna be okay. I go. What am I a burn victim? Like you were talking. Like I asked you for something specific, and you completely went the other way. And he was like, dude, it's chill, man. And he's like, he's like, ah, my bad, dude. I go, my bad. dude. Have you ever said that to anybody before? And he was like, "Nah, man." And I was like, "Dude, I don't know what to do right now. This is like this is atrocious." And uh, and I go, "I don't think I can pay for this." And I know that sounds again kind of like a Jewy move, but um, (laughs) it was just an honest move. I was like, and I again, I'm very polite. I don't want to start shit. I'm very like respectful of like you know, um, just you know, people that uh, like I I don't want to cause any any trouble. Jewy question
1: for you. (laughs) <laughs> how Hilarious. conscious are you when it comes to money things and figuring out money things? I'm very how generous. Conscious. I don't have no, a lot
3: of money, but I'm overly generous. I gave $20 to a homeless guy two days ago because he had a that, great story.
1: There's so many directions I want to go with this, but I'm just going to stick with I've my I've done question.
3: that a lot, too. God, I'm, bad. I'm so bad with money.
1: How, but how conscious are you of the I don't want to be the Jewish stereotype? That's what I'm wondering. Not like at all. Con- not oh, not at all.
3: Okay. My friends are the ones who bring it up. When I told uh, this story to a buddy... Um, he was just like, uh, you didn't pay for it. He goes, nice man. I go, what do you mean? He goes, fucking such a Jew move. I go, dude, it was about the bad haircut. Yeah. And so again, I didn't think about it until he brought it up. So I think that's the only reason I, I bring it up now.
1: Right. Okay. But, yeah, but not, so, anyway, not conscious at all. Okay.
3: Yeah. Because I don't feel like I, I fall into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Every, <laughs> although I will say this, I was at the laugh factory a couple of nights ago and, uh, I was about to walk off stage and there was a quarter on the stage. And I almost went <laughs> down to pick it up, and in my head I go, you Jew. As I was about to pick it up, I heard, you Jew. Like the fucking like Grinch voice, like, right. you're a Jew. Like, get that quarter, you fucking Jew. Like, <laughs> And then I didn't pick it up, and I kept walking. And then Whitney Cummings walked on stage, and she goes, uh, oh, no, it was a dollar. That's why. And she goes, who's money? And she goes, fuck it. I'll take it. But she's not Jewish, so I was like. So she can do it with yeah. impunity. With what? Impunity. Nice. What's that mean?
1: I only know it in context.
3: It's fucking awesome.
1: Uh, let me think. What
3: are you a big me? user of, uh, of of words? I am. I feel like you, yeah. I think like you got a yeah. nice little vocab in your pocket. Thank you.
1: That is where I keep it. Let's see. <laughs> in, in, with impunity, I think it would mean like without self doubt or self questioning. Could you look it up, Gary?
0: It's like without exemption. It's like with exemption from punishment, basically. Oh yeah. Can I? You want me can I get the?
3: Oh, didn't you know the word?
1: Oh oh, was that? Did you just pull that? Did you pull that out of your pocket?
3: Yes. Nice. Dude, wow, Gary.
1: I've been shown up vocab-wise by Gary. Oh, have you guys that's ever had... the first and last time that will ever happen. I know. That's why I bring Allison it
0: up. routinely says words <laughs> that I Google because I don't know
1: them. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed, though, because you figured that out just based on the root of the word impunity. But yeah, look it up just because I'm curious what okay. the actual definition. You know is. I'm you know
3: where I, uh, I started using uh, recently? Uh, and I, well, I, I used it. I used to use it all the time in high school. When I first learned of it, I thought it was an awesome word. And then I just uh, have now included it into a joke just because it unbeknownst. Love that word.
1: It's a good word. Yeah. Do you know what it means? Unbeknownst. Without knowledge of. Yeah. Yeah. It is so, good though. It's
3: awesome. Uh, also, bummer. I like, I'm like. i trying to bring that word back because I was telling my friend that him and his wife are a bummer couple. And I don't think that's like a coined term yet, but I'm hoping <clears> to get <throat> get the word out. Maybe this podcast will help. I think you know what I mean? Like a bummer couple, like... They they come out only to like talk about how like they like two
1: Debbie Downers. Yes,
3: like they come like they'll come out to a party and be like, we can't stay long. We got the kids. I'm like, why'd you come out? It's like, they, and then every ten minutes, she's like, Hey, I'd love to stick around. We gotta get out of here soon. Like, we gotta get out of here. Like the whole time they're there, they're just telling you how they gotta get out of there soon. Right. I'm Like, why are you fuck? You're bringing the energy down, man. You came out to tell me you gotta leave soon. Yeah. And you're making me feel bad.
1: Do you think they bring it out in each other? For sure. Or like like bummer alone. couples?
3: No, no. There's no. You're in it like bummer couples form. It's your thing because you're both bummers. Right. Hence the bummer couple. I don't think there's one person that, well, one might be a bigger bummer than the other and brings them into the bummer world.
1: That's what I'm wondering. Like if you hang out with one of them alone, what happens?
3: It's probably awesome, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're so relieved to be out of their bummer situation.
1: So let's get back to it. But think about
3: being called a bummer. I feel like it's like the male equivalent of the C word for ladies. I'm not you even trying it's to be that funny. Bad? I f- totally can you, Gary? If I was like, dude, yeah. Gary, you're a fucking bummer. That's
0: that sucks. I use that word all the time too.
3: Do you? Yeah. It's a great, wo- but it's like, a great it's a word, but it's like,
0: it's a it really is. It's just like it's basically it's call you a lot of weight.
3: Killington? It's like yes. Which is but, why?
0: What are you just? Why are you fucking this up for everyone who's having fun? Yes. If you're, if you're miserable, go home and shut the fuck up.
3: <laughs> it's like when the when your parents say I'm, well, we will they softly just go, I'm very disappointed in you. Yeah, you, know, you just want to die inside a little bit. Pick up that quarter, you Jew. Like you know, like it's just the very. Like, you know, why didn't you pick it up? But uh, I don't bummer it. I just, I, um, I can, you know, safely say I've never been called one. And I take a lot of uh, pride in that. But, um, hey, man, there's people out there right now at a Target, you know, stacking who? stacking candles. And and they you know, think you're a bummer? Peter's walking by. I'll tell you who's a fucking bummer. The guy who cut my hair.
1: Yeah. Hey, let's get back to that. All right. Yeah.
0: Real fast. Impunity.
3: Uh, freedom from punishment, harm or loss.
1: Nice. Um,
3: Here's the worst part. Okay. Made a little video, posted Mm it online, Mm -hmm. got an email from them.
1: Oh, wow. From Rudy's. Wow. Saying, hey. Did you direct them to it or they just found it? What's that? Did you direct them to the video or they just found it on their own? Yeah.
3: Well, actually, this was, well, well, I I should specify I got another awful haircut about a year ago. The video I did was um, from the haircut before.
1: You got it at Rudy's or at a different place? Floyd's. Which is like Rudy's another but just chain. Another one.
3: I need to stop going to the fucking Hipster. Applebee's of haircut places.
1: Are they the Apple? I feel like they're
3: more they're the. Hipsters. Uh, the they're like
1: don't... the yard house of haircuts. Yeah. Because I think that Fantastic Sam's <laughs> would be the Applebee's. Fantastic
3: Sam's. Why aren't they more on the map? Supercuts? Right. Never had a problem there. You've Guess... gone there?
1: Why, I mean, who why, hasn't?
3: Why it was such a question mark? Some, dude, there was one next to because uh, I
1: only let my head get raped at fine salons.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you get so much sass from the big sassy black woman that cut your hair, and it's like seven dollars. Yeah. Okay, and, so the video like, you don't gotta tip me; just give me a nice old hug and let my boobies press against your butt. Like weird shit like that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, which is not physically possible.
1: I I'm trying to figure like are you in Are you in between her breasts? Yeah. Okay.
3: And I'd, she's really short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and her breasts wrap around. Uh-huh. That works. There you
3: go. Okay, nice. Good. Now A I'm nice. On the same
1: page. Boob. Butthug.
3: I saw "Boo, boob butthug.
1: Okay, so you made the video. <laughs> yeah, then- so I made
3: the video after the Floyd's haircut and I sent it. This is no joke. I, I posted it online because the, the girl did not care. Won't, she just like, and again, I told her the people, I go, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I've done it twice now. But the haircuts were so bad. It's good.
1: You have a protocol. The
3: girl grabbed my head at one point because I like, I spaced out and my head mm. kind of tilted and she goes, don't fucking move and like jolted it. And I was like, holy shit. And I told yeah. the woman at the front desk, I go, I don't think this gal is in the right state of mind to be holding uh, weapons towards human beings' heads right. where there's our- Brains inside of, and uh, and she's like, Yeah, I'm sorry, she seems a little out of it today. I go, Fucking don't, aren't you like the like, can you like facilitate that? Right, and uh, so I post a video. Floyd's e- emails me and goes, We're so sorry about your haircut. We this video got to court, it was a corporate office, it only had like a thousand views, but somehow fucking Floyd saw it they must be scouring the, the web, right? For shitty Floyd, thing. yeah, <laughs> like who hates our business? And so, um, they go, We'd like to offer you free haircuts for a year,
1: wow, and I
3: go, Uh, Thanks, but no thanks. Because the, wow. ha- the bad haircut is why this whole thing started. Like if I was in a bar fight and somebody kicked the shit out of me, I, and they were call me up and like, "Dude, I'm so sorry, I fucking kicked your ass. I'd like to make it up to you if you meet me out tonight. I'll fucking kick you in the balls again, <laughs> just to fucking say I'm sorry." So um, anyway, I haven't had such good luck. My hair grows fast, but that's why I'm wearing a, a hat. hat right Actually, yeah. do you want to hear a song? Do you know the comic Leah?
1: I and I do I just saw the other day, but I want to see this haircut that we're talking about. Well, let me play this song okay. for you first,
3: because Chris and I will record like little mini songs to each other every now and then, and, and send them to each other. And after I got this haircut, I made one and I sent it to him, and I'm going to play it for you on air for the first time.
1: Ooh, a debut!
3: Is that is that cool with you?
1: That's super cool with me.
3: Okay, let me see. I think eleven. Okay, I think this is it. Okay, here it is. Ready?
1: Okay, hold it up to the microphone. This is what
3: I sent to Crystal right after the haircut. Okay. Right after the haircut.
2: I just got the worst haircut in the world, <laughs> and now I'm going to wear a hat for a year. <laughs> I got the worst haircut in the world, and now I'm going to wear a hat for a year. Don't ever go to Rudy's on Melrose. Cause they don't know what the fuck they're doing Don't ever go to Rudy's Cause the guy who had his fingernails painted black I should have seen it when I walked in He also said, I think this would look good I said, don't do it He said, I'm gonna do it anyway
3: Nice. It's you can find that on iTunes.
1: Yeah, so can I see I forgot it?
3: that his his fingernails were painted black. Not again. That that should be like. Is that
1: a, not everyone at Rudy's?
3: I know. I haven't, what it, there's I, like I have standards. an image
1: of Rudy's, but I think I'm picturing Floyd. You're picturing
3: Floyd. Floyd's has more of like I mean, there's a lot Rocker. of nose rings. Actually, no, Rudy's the same way. Nose rings and 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 uh, lip it's like rings a, like, and
1: like if you need to get a lot of pomade, that's where you'd go, right? Bingo. Okay.
3: It's like the Rudy's employees. It's like if there was a...
1: And do they do hot shaves there? Is it that kind of place They too? offered
3: it once and I did it. And the guy went home, I literally had patches all over my face. I was like, wow. did this guy just fucking rub cream, hot cream on my face and let me get out of here? Like Sounds I don't think sick. he even shaved. I think if, if Hot Topic and Rudy's or Floyd's could be connected, like in a mall, they would be.
1: Oh, it's that much of a... Um, that Hi- hipster of vibe. That kind of place. Are right, okay. you ready? Here yeah, we go. I'm ready. Here Any sort go. of
3: drum roll sound effect? The- uh, there it is. Also keep in mind it was much worse 10 days ago.
1: Oh, it already looks bad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can already see Let me unless, t-
1: unless, unless like this would be acceptable if you had incredibly short hair because that's what I'm seeing so far, but yeah, I have a I d- feeling there's a Have you m- seen my hair before though?: Yeah, it was nice.
3: It's, it's Yeah, thank you. It, and it's girthy.:
1: Yeah What the hell was that?: It's
0: a good question. I
1: really don't know. Something just crashed into this warehouse.
3: It's probably the fucking Rudy's, from Rudy's. teamster. <laughs> they just dropped a bunch of. Sh- no,
1: really. Do we need to be alarmed? Because one time, like a some wine exploded out there, and this maybe it was just a sonic boom. In this,
3: how often do those happen?
1: That's the only time this has ever happened. Maybe someone just maybe God know. also
3: got his haircut at Rudy's, right? And, and was like, that was his way of telling us that, like, hey, man.
1: Yeah, Gary's gonna go look.
3: Okay. Um, so yeah, the three reactions I got, by the way, before I get yours. Yeah, I and, first but, and, and it, people
1: should know I have not seen it yet. You yeah, just yeah. removed your headphones. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> a lot of. But the three reactions I got when I first the day of, I took my hat off to show a good buddy of mine, and he goes, "Whoa!" Right away. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I showed a, a girl comedian. She goes <laughs> and <I> laughs. laughs. Who was it? Her name is Luciana. Uh huh. And I showed another uh, comedian buddy, and he goes, "Um, I mean." So those are the three reactions wow. I got. Wow! Whoa! Laughter and
1: um. Yeah, those Wait, are not good.
3: You? No, I just not told you the three reactions no, I got from friends. For you, so but- now we're okay. gonna see. Here we go. Did you
1: discover what the noise was? Yeah,
0: there's guys working on the roof because we think it's gonna rain. Oh.
3: We think it's gonna rain.
1: So yeah, we're like making Saturday, holes. So I
0: guess they're up there. Patching. Yeah.
3: Do we even need weathermen at this point?
1: Um. Ooh, that's a good question for weathermen.
3: First of all, uh, did they, we ever?
1: Did they ever? Re- I mean, I, they, they 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 offer a lot of personality.
3: Yeah, but there's too there's but too much personality on the news already. And also, they there's <laughs> pictures of sons holding sun wearing sunglasses. If you can't look at that and decipher for yourself what to wear, right. then you probably shouldn't be going outside in the first place. Right. Also, the weather I think should be an old lady, like a ninety year old woman, because she's fucking ninety. She probably has a pretty good idea when rain's coming.
1: Because mm-hmm, she can feel it in her knee.
3: She can feel it in her bones, her yeah. knees. Right. And also, it's, also she's got, she doesn't have a lot of time. She's got to go eat pills and all sorts of nuts and shit. And so she's got to, it's probably a really short forecast. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Gertrude with the weather. Gertrude? Rain. Fucking, yeah. She looks in the, yeah. Freezing. What the fuck? All right. <laughs> Miserable. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 ter- terrible. I guess I'll put on a coat and fucking, what does but that mean? But
1: with the wind chill, it's agonizing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sexy weather woman. That always blows my mind. What do you think about that, Gear?
0: Yeah, I, it's...
3: Sexy sports uh, reporters make sense, because sports yeah. and sex, dudes love those two worlds. Why not combine them? Sexy... Wh- <laughs> who's watching the weather like... You know, I'd be a lot more cautious of these thunderstorm warnings if I could jerk off to the person giving me the warnings.
0: <laughs> yeah, I this. I'm going to pay a lot more attention to where where my umbrella is. If yeah. there's Double D's in front
3: of me. Dude, I, I yeah. Don't get it's that. interesting. I wonder why they do that. <laughs> 58 degrees and cloudy. Really? Show me your tits. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really just think it's because no one want no one cares about the weather anymore because it's in your phone and your computer. Yeah. So yeah that's there's the w- only too many other. They can keep people from changing the channel. You're right.
3: It is personal I think personality is the way that they get it sold right Do they
1: get those jobs you mean yeah or are the, yeah yeah Yeah, there are knowledge like, of yeah it. i think it's known in the morning news world that the the you're zany weather person oh
3: god way too zany yeah but i guess it's like it's such a boring um endeavor
1: uh, in general yes
3: also why is it always like the five day f- do we really need to we can adapt a day or two before if it's gonna rain or not rain like that fucking tsunami that hit in uh was it japan
0: the philippines Oh well, no, there was one in Japan too. Sorry. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the typhoon.
3: Dude, there's that, that just sucks. There's too many of them. How come? Like, I'm sure those people would have loved a fucking five day heads up on a typhoon warning. Not, you know. But that's that's also like really scary information. You'd have to plug that in pretty slyly. Well, plus, are know? they
0: ever really accurate five days out? Like,
1: sort no, of. No, like, I, don't think so. I mean, I think that I think that with typhoon Haiyan, I think that they did have some warnings ahead of time. But <clears throat> that kind of weather is not that. Unusual for the area, so people didn't know how seriously to take it. That's the sense I got. Oh really? Yeah. Like I think that those if I heard kind of things happen frequently. Oh
3: dude, if that was even jokingly mentioned, I feel like that's like saying bomb at the airport. Mm-hmm. If you're anywhere you just possible typhoon, that would make me fucking just get up and move out of the country.
0: I still get freaked out by this sign on MacArthur near our houses that says uh tsunami escape route. Have you seen that? What? No. There is a sign on MacArthur just past. Uh, yeah see that's terrifying which is just very interesting for everyone except for me and Allison that says (laughs) it's like on the light post and it's like typhoon or a tsunami escape route like this way away from the ocean no I've
1: never seen that I'm gonna have to be more observant it's been
0: there for like 15 years it freaks me out every time
1: wow
3: dude if a tsunami hits and first of all I mean then then you're in a possible castaway situation which is kind of exciting because like you know you get to learn a lot about yourself over that next year Right. You get to maybe possibly come back to Helen Hunt, remarried or still single.
1: Your hair would have time to grow out. Okay. We need to see the hair. Alrighty, I can't go. take it any longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit boy band. It's a little bit Outsiders. Oh, I liked Outsiders though.
3: Loved Outsiders, Pony <laughs> so Boys.
1: Oh yeah, I guess I get which character are you it's thinking? Just, like Matt Dillon, a little bit, a little bit.
3: And see, like also, it's matted down by my hat. Like if I, you know, uh, if I put some stuff in it and style it, it's not awful right now, but still not I, at all what I would wear.
1: I was, I feel like I was right with the nine two one zero thing because it's kind of Ryan sure. Austin Green.
3: <sighs> Jesus, you know,
1: here's the thing though. Well,
3: I, I did Kelly Kapowski, fucking Tiffany Thiessen was my first. Uh, not my well, my first crush. She was my first like. Okay, I'm starting to feel some stuff in some areas that I didn't haven't yep. felt before, and I don't know what I'm supposed For to do Gary with that. But, yep. I wanted, but I want to. But I want to. But I want her to help me figure it out. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep. I did. I yet didn't have the thoughts of like, oh man, I want to fucking, you know, whatever, you know, however you speak as a nine year old boy. Um, but I just knew I wanted her to be involved.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing about your hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> no,
3: let's talk more about Tiffany Ann <laughs>
1: I would believe that this is a hip n- hairstyle that's coming back, though. I know it's not the one you wanted, but I think the black fingernail guy was like, "This is all the rage now," or something.
3: Yeah, I think that's and the problem. Yeah, because like I, if you have I have
1: a trendy haircut that looks like it's from the '90s, if
3: I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm it's gonna fine
0: be, if you roll in and say, "Give me whatever the kids are doing these days." Yeah, it's
3: it's fine if I walk in and go, "Hey, I wanna, I'm gonna start fist pumping everywhere I go around town." So <laughs> yes. if you could just help me out upstairs with that.
1: Okay, so now t- tell Rudy's what they can do.
3: Rudy's, if you're listening, um I don't know how you can salvage this situation. You have an employee at your your place of business who I find delightful and she does a great job. Should I say her name?
1: Sure, if you want. Yeah, why not. Her name's Jenny. Okay.
3: And her and I are like peas and carrots. It's a force gum preference. Okay. Um, she's a wonderful person and she does a great job with my, um, with my hair, but she wasn't there that day. And that's when shit went down.
1: So Rudy's, Hey, 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 go fuck yourself.
3: (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Thank you. I was wondering what you were setting it up for.
1: Now I actually have a Hey, go fuck yourself, but it's a Hey, go fuck myself. And it is going to be a complete tone shift. So forgive me for this, but then we'll get back into light stuff. Um, so Thanksgiving involved a lot of family coming to my parents' house, and there was just a lot of people. And I am sort of the person who is in the middle and aware of what everyone is feeling when they're not aware of what everyone is feeling. So I – and it would be better for me if I w- could just be like, not my problem, not my problem, not my problem. I'm just going to sit here and have a good time. Right. But instead, I'm like – mentally trying to manage everything and it's just sort of an old pattern that I fall into. So um anyway, it was just it was really fun but also the kind of thing where when as soon as I left I was like, "Oh, back to my real life as sure. an adult." But I was about to get sad. I was talking to someone whose brother committed suicide um a while ago, but he was saying that he would just give anything to have his brother back around the holidays. And then I thought, Holy cow. I didn't even think holy cow. I yeah. thought, holy shit. Yeah. I am such an asshole that I'm not appreciating how much family I have and that I can be – like, like in, instead of I, – I just I, – I should have more gratitude. I should have more appreciation. We and all should. also
3: Yeah. It's, it's a – that's – I mean, talk about world hunger and, uh, you know, lack of healthcare. But, like, fucking being grateful is a giant problem in this country. And it's just the uh, – Yeah, you just – it's so easy to take things for granted. I mean, yeah, like you don't – until some sort of death or some tragic thing happens in your family, do you really like get a a strong grasp of like how much you care about people in general Mm -hmm. and the people that are close to you? Um, It sucks that that has to happen. And
1: it's so easy. And in fact, this is something that bugs me about my family (laughs) and it's ironic. It bugs me how much they just constantly find fault. And I realize I'm finding fault with them for finding fault, but it's just like a lot of oh we always talking about the negative, always finding fault with something, yeah. always you know, all of that. And like I just don't want to be that way. So me but also people like me, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> hey, 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 go, go fuck, fuck myself. Yourself. Okay.
3: Wow, you harmonize with that shit. Thank you. Are you a singer?
1: Um I was in a band. Were you really? I was years ago. What was the band called? The Angoras. And I played guitar. Nice. And uh, I sang backups. But I feel like I've become tone deaf since then, actually. I'm the person when everyone sings happy birthday, It's like, Happy
3: birthday. Oh, you're because I don't know where background. what background sure yeah
1: I don't know what, what where they're all going to be and I'm afraid that I'm going to come in completely off.
3: Well, you're also doing that because there's that one person who like auditioned for American Idol and they're just <laughs> like, "This is my chance." Happy birthday to you! And there you're like, "All right, person. fucking, that's really not necessary, Mm-mm. Kate." <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> or a, whatever your name might be, it's always Kate. a
3: Kate. Uh, That's the Angora is a good band name. I feel like that's why I would be in a band because for the name you get to name your band anything. If the music is good, people don't give a shit. I know. You two could have been called fucking me three, and nobody would or the fuck. Was that
1: festival us three? Do you remember that? No. Okay, I think it was like a kind of jazzy world music festival thing. It was a long time ago. How are you? You're young, actually, aren't you? Youngish. How old are you? Twenty
3: four. You're not twenty four.
1: Are you really twenty-four?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm. aging quickly. I'm thirty-one.
1: Oh, Okay, I believed you though.
3: I know you did because I'm a good actor.
1: Yeah, because you, <laughs> you looked and you listened.
3: Yeah, that's all you got to do. Yeah, I I looked at the guy. I listened. You know what's great too? He's uh, he's gay, which is great. That's great. And he has no problem. We're we're very he's, he's he's a very we're very comfortable around each other. Like he's just um I've been around with him at enough family. Uh, uh, my friend's events or parties whatever that he's been at are
1: you congratulating yourself for feeling comfortable around a gay man
3: no not at all <laughs> i'm just telling i'm telling you that because here's why he tells me the things he does because he feels comfortable to tell me his gay adventures and i have no problem you don't judge b- but i don't judge but there is a point where you're like i don't like hearing my straight male friends' sex stories so like that's where i have to just go it's not because you're talking.
1: How, how much detail is he going into?
3: Oh God! There was one where he was like, "We did this, the, the scene with this guy, and he was straight." And I talked to him doing the scene, and I was like, "And I," he's like, "You know, you look at me in a way that makes me." I was like, mm, "I don't know about this." His story, by the way, all over the place. You're like, it's a choose your <laughs> own adventure, fucking. You know, uh, I'm basically trying to pick up our details and words and piece them together. Mm-hmm. He's like, "So he he asked me if I want to go back to my hotel room, and we go there, and." We take my our pants off and I take out his big. Be- Dude, he starts, it's like this a fucking stri- 50 he's shades about a of gray. Guy? No, yeah, that he, that a oh, straight guy oh, that had a little gotcha. gay, gay time with him. And the detail was just so much. And he's like sitting there, like staring me in the eye, telling me this. And I'm like, finding myself, the way that you would with any story that you don't want to hear, you just go, oh man, no way. <laughs> so I'm doing that to a fucking really specific um, homosexual encounter um and i never had him before was, he was just like and, and telling me the details and and i didn't because i felt it would have been rude for me to go you know I, I gotta be honest you're making me a little uncomfortable yes so instead i went this is great keep going mm-hmm. which just made me more uncomfortable but i don't even like my straight friend stories i ran into a buddy from college i hadn't seen in five years he immediately launched into this whole thing about this girl he was like man he's like dude just had bunk bed sex last night i was like how about a hey how you doing man i haven't seen you in five years yeah and uh, and I was like fucking. First of all, bunk By the bed way, was sex. He in a dorm. <laughs> I don't know where, <laughs> where you went.
0: Find bunk beds I didn't
3: anymore. ask. I didn't have any follow-up oh, how questions. How old was she? <laughs> well, here's the. Here's the, yeah, exactly. That's actually a valid question. Then then he proceeds to tell me how he's like. He starts going It's like I don't know what it is About my face It says What's your dick been up to man But he launches into The the specificity Made me so uncomfortable He was just like Dude it was unreal man We're going at it I'm pulling her hair We're both screaming You know um, I'm choking her And then I spank her super hard And I'm like Alright first of all How are you going to Brush over choking Like it's not a big deal Right Like you said spanking And then choked her Like anytime you say Like and then I feel like whatever follows Is supposed to top mm-hmm. Like the preceding statement Like if you go to Disneyland You don't go you know you know, we just went on the fucking tower tear and then the teacups, man, it was fucking nuts. <laughs> Still feeling sick. And I think it's also too, like, um, I, it was just a specificity that made me so uncomfortable. He just like didn't spare any detail. And I was yeah. like, but, so spare straight or you. gay, I don't, I just, I it may, I don't know. I've we, never been a big like kiss and teller or wanted to hear. I mean, every, you know, when there's a time for it when you're like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12. And you're lying about it. For sure. But also, everyone's figuring it out together. That's the time to share the details and apply it for your own... When your buddy's like, man, I finally hooked up with Christine. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what happened? So I can fucking do that. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I kissed her there. And then, like, touch her nipple with, like, one finger. And then put my thumb, <laughs> uh-huh. like, on the other nipple and press down, like, the fucking B button on a Nintendo controller. And she was like, meh. Yeah, and I was like, is that good? And then she left. You know, and then you can, like, take that for your own But well,
1: how much how much is this a regular thing in your guy's life now that your male it's friends been, are especially are kind of guys
3: you're what kind of guys you hang around I mean I don't I don't keep it's it's there in all guys whether you're like the
1: the desire to to talk about it I think so or to brag about what happened yeah before.
3: I, I mean a lot of it is the is the uh I mean I have I have buddies that in um I'm still I'm single but that when I was in a time where it was more like we had both come out of relationships so it was like we were both. It was. We were both in a time where it was fun. We were doing, you know, and to be, um, um share experiences, mm-hmm. you know, but not intimate details. Just like some of the fun you were having, um, but the details that seems a little too much. I yeah. mean, the ladies don't do that, do they? Oh, they for sure do. Actually,
1: they do. But it's 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 different than the way you're describing it. It's usually it's all about so you're uh, the guys. What
0: humiliating the guys?
1: No.
3: Okay. Also, it's like he had a great heart, and he always no, already no, no, my No, no, no. It's not
1: that. It's like, and then this happened, and I don't know. What do you think that means? And then this. What do you and think that means then is then a big felt, one, yeah.
3: What do you think that means? Yeah. The, he choked me, L- and L- what do you think that means after he choked me? That's my rape victim again, by the way. I'm bringing her back.
1: Right. So, where are you from? Where did you grow up?
3: I grew up in the Pacific Northwest.
1: And are your parents still up there?
3: Uh, my parent is up parent. there. My dad lives in, uh, well, South Seattle now. Um, he's moved all over the place. They they split when I was nine. They both remarried. Um, uh, and I have uh, one sister um, who has uh, two uh, twin uh, girls, my nieces, who mm-hmm. are the greatest things on the planet. Been a great source of material for my stand-up, but also just like the greatest things ever. I mean, I'm not in a, a place yet for kids, but um, they probably make me want to i mean i've worked with kids like my whole like you know um i taught uh, my temple um um when i was when i would pick up quarters back in the day and uh and just uh and you know community service at like the elementary school with like sports programs when i was in high school and uh so i really enjoy being around them uh and even when i worked at universal studios as wolverine it was like all that shit was with kids like just to you know, you're basically lying to them, though, because I didn't know anything about Wolverine. And they were like, what's his favorite food? I was like, fucking meatball sandwich. I do not know, know that man. you
1: were Wolverine at Universal Studios.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I worked at Universal Studios for eight years. I was it's a tour guide on the backlot tour. Great stories. Tour guide wow. on the back lot tour. Uh, Wolverine. And then I hosted the Fear Factor live show. That was why I didn't sit away tables before stand-up took up.
0: Tour just like Matt Fondelier.
3: Yeah. Dude, Matt oh, and I, yeah. yeah. We actually were there at the same time. Did you know him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... The Backlog Tour was the shit. I mean, it was such a great prep for stand-up because it was five hour-long shows a day. You have this, like, giant notebook of material that you're supposed to memorize.
1: Wait, is okay, so I went to Universal Studios as a kid and did the whole everything and did the E.T. thing.
3: E.T.'s gone now. Oh, no. Replaced by like the mummy roller coaster. I mean, I bet they don't changing. even
1: point out that the house where facts. I bet they don't facts even of facts life, of life Jesus. anything. Well, because right? nobody
3: gives a shit, Allison. Yeah, I know. Uh, but they. Uh, <laughs> but do they are... still,
1: po- still point out the psycho house? Back yes. The oh, that.
3: Yes. Yeah, so, yes. Of course. Oh, so and...
1: that's important. But facts of life gets the shaft.
3: <laughs> well, nobody cares what Trudy ate on Tuesday. Her name was Tootie. Tootie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you've opened up I love, talks, you, I love how you
3: I love how you just said her name was Tootie with a decent amount of toot um, <laughs> Facts of Life was a great show but they point out Wisteria Lane oh you know and right. um, where Nelly shot you know the Dilemma video and um, you know where Dolly Parton fucking got bukkake and just you know um, <laughs> just all sorts of here's in a, Best
1: Little Whorehouse in Texas
3: yeah you got it here's my problem so I, the
1: Backlot Tour though is that the bus
3: that's the tram
1: and you're you're on it <laughs>
3: That or was whatever. my facts of life moment. The tram, uh, yeah, and they have video screens now, oh, wow. which is great. So DVD clips to play, that's and so nice. some people, when you would get stalled in the summertime, five trams backed up trying to go into the earthquake or King Kong, you um, you'd have to have things to do, and so that's why I have to memorize all that material. They're like, give more facts about movies, and I'm like, that's so fucking boring. You're sitting there in the heat, you don't want to hear more people talk. I would either play clips or do stand up for these people, or like get out of the tram. I had bits, I'd act like like. I would have like fake sunglasses that I would act like somebody lost. I'd throw them over the edge at one point and I'd put on the Mission Impossible music and I'd get out and I'd do like these crazy fucking, you know, really unathletic running around to try (laughs) to save the sunglasses just to like pass the time. Mm -hmm. But I would also make up facts because these people were so trusting the same way I was at at Rudy's trusting of, and maybe this is all coming back to me now. Who sang that song? Celine Dion, I think. Right. Which song? Oh, coming back to me now.
1: Oh, I don't think I know this gem.
3: All right, Gary.
0: Yes, you do. It's it is Celine Dion.
3: Nice. If sh- you're if you're I'm playing at home, it. that's drink five. Anytime Adam remembers a Celine Dion song. <laughs> um, no, so I the tour they trust that you know everything about movies and I don't know shit. I know I love movies. I know that if you see Chronicles of Narnia while well, you're fucking stone, you're gonna start crying. <laughs> uh, I know that Harry and the Hendersons uh, Harry and the Hendersons isn't based on a true story. I know that, but I don't know all the facts that people want you to know. Mm-hmm. So and these, I get buses full of Japanese tourists and they're, they, they are picture happy. They'll take fucking, they'll flash at anything. So there'd be bushes up driving up after Jaws and be like, if you go off to your right, you'll see a bunch of bushes that were in the film Bushes 1 and Bushes 2, <laughs> Attack of the Bushes. You might remember that scene when Tony Danza was like, hey, why are all these bushes here? And Al Pacino was like, we got to get those bushes out of <laughs> here. And dude, fucking 250 Japanese tourists just taking pictures of bushes. And it made me happy. But then my boss would run my tours and was like, you can't be doing that shit. She's like, "Bushes too? What is that? I'm like, that's a fucking great idea for a movie. <laughs> and maybe we should put our heads together. She's like, you got to start using the stall material. People don't want to hear about your made up movies.
1: The stall material?
3: St- like stall material. Like when you get oh, stalled. Oh, right, yeah, right,
1: yeah. right. So um, when did you or how did you make the decision to leave Universal Studios? <laughs>
3: Well, it was a long, hard decision. It was a. Uh, no, um, I actually got fired. Oh. Yeah. Do tell. Well, I was dressed as Wolverine, and there was a girl dressed as Princess Fiona, and we were caught um, on the Blues Brothers stage after hours, just fucking choking each other. No, no. Uh, I actually got fired because of a point system. Which is? I was calling in sick too much because I started to get a lot of road work with Bobby Lee, the comedian. and I was mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what I want to do. Right. So I started calling in sick on weekends and I couldn't get shifts covered. And they have a really fucked up system where it's like you can, if you accumulate, you can accumulate points f- very fast, but to get them knocked off takes forever. So it's like one point. Points
1: call, being a time you miss or. Something. Yeah,
3: 15 points and you're, and you're terminated. Oh. Which again is another one of those words, Gare. It's like in the bummer, same, the, the vicinity of bummer like yeah, being ter- like fired i'd rather hear than you're terminated
1: right terminated like sounds like your, your existence
3: is, is right fucking, we're
1: erasing you you're erasing <laughs> you were, you're going to be deleted oh
3: man when they told me i was terminated i you almost started crying Z'd you
1: <laughs> I was like,
3: yeah, exactly and Undo. um yeah so uh so at 15 points I, like two sick days i called in was like three points boom just like that and now to get one point off you have to have no sick calls or no late show-ups for like three months to get a half a point removed so well, they re- sound impossible. It's very impossible. Yet, yeah, um, but again, I have nothing negative to say about that place except for a couple bosses. Um, <laughs> but uh, but they are. It was a some. Of, it was so fun. I mean, going to that park every day. I was always in a good mood, even if I was hung over as shit, and sometimes a little stoned early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, because
1: uh, you were still stoned for the night before or you'd get stoned in the morning?
3: I did that once, actually. You I, got I, I should say. Morning. I was very professional because it was fun. And also, you want to be sharp for these people. And But the only time I got high was I, my last job. I was a cop. I was a generic cop, right? New York cop. They mm-hmm. had a section of the park. It's called New York Street where they had to have people up in these windows <laughs> next to an Italian restaurant, who were like New York-y and they were like, they'd yell at people. They had mics on. They'd yell at people who were walking by, like, "Hey, welcome to New York Street. Yeah, good <laughs> to see you. Hey, say, Vinnie, I said hi. Hey, you know, tell me, hey, have you eaten the Balducci's? They got great pastrami. You know, all that shit. And people were like, "Oh, this is authentic. Is this street this actually feels like New York City.
1: Used in movies.
3: No, it's just a part of the. Um, it's like when you walk in after the Blues Brothers stage, like mm-hmm. right when you walk in. So they had a New York cop that was also one of the characters. They're Like." And we're not from anything, which was great because then you can make up whatever the fuck you wanted to. I used to do this joke about it where kids would be like, What movie are you from? And they'd be like, Oh, I'm from a film called I Got a Theater Degree, and this is where it fucking got me. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but I would tell kids I was cop number two from like Beetlejuice. And like, dude, they're like, and they would, <laughs> or I'd be like, oh, You ever seen The Land Before Time? Well, I had a big, uh, uh, Orville Redenbacher mustache mm-hmm. and the whole cop in the nightstick and I would do this like Chicago accent like this and be like, hey, you know, my name's Officer fucking whatever, you know, fucking jizz tits or whatever and uh, and <laughs> and they would ask these questions like where are you from and whatever and I'd be like, oh, it's in Jurassic Park 4. I got cut out. I had one line. You remember when I was like, hey, you can't do that here. Remember that? <laughs> Every day it was a new movie. So like that was fun to like improvise that shit because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um but one day, one of my bosses, this is the one I have the problem with, comes out and it was super hot during the day. And somebody had a super soaker, one of the um, kiosks who was selling like $40 Diet Cokes. And she also had some fucking squirt guns. And I go, can I borrow that? So I started going around. It was an amazing squirt gun. Like the the uh, range and the speed in which the water left the fucking gun was so dope. And uh, remember super soakers? Yes. It was like. As if somebody took the model for Super Soaker and was like, "How close can we make it to a real gun?" <laughs> because this thing was fucking just on point. And I would spray Asian men's tour- Asian men tourists in the ass in the back from like forty feet away. And in this middle ground area, there was a lot of people just sat and hung out because there was a lot of room to just lounge. So people end up watching me. I became a show. That was not like a part of the, supposed to be a show <laughs> where I would like shoot water up in the air and it would fall in, and people would watch, sit and watch people like be like, where's that coming from? Or I would follow an Asian man, put my arm around him and like walk down the street with him all jolly. And then when he'd get about 15 feet away, I'd stand and people would watch me and I'd fired a fucking a laser of water at his back right in the middle. And he would just go, ooh and like fall to the ground and people would die laughing. And then he'd turn around and I'd be like, fucking I'd point like, he went that away, you know? <laughs> I do that for like a half hour. People were loving it. Boss comes out. Can I see you offset right now? Offset. 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 Yeah, it's always very professional. Can right. I see you offset? i like, the Disney like yeah, store. yeah. can I see I'm like, what's up?
1: Backstage, please. Cast member <laughs> backstage. Oh, that's
3: what it was. <laughs> She's like, um, uh, one time my Wolverine claws, I went, I smashed them together when we were taking a picture and they all fell off <laughs> and they rushed me off stage because the kids started crying and they were like, code red, code red, Wolverine's claws have fallen off, code red, we gotta get them backstage ASAP. And they rushed me through the park anyway. Um, so my boss pulls me off. She's like, what are you doing with that water gun? You're a 1940s cop. What are you doing with that water gun? It's all colorful and it's it's from Target probably and it's just it does not fit the 1940s time period. I'm like, "Yo, with all due respect, a trolley just drove by me." <laughs> With Five O, Curious George, and Spongebob wh- blasting the song, ooh, ee, ooh, uh, ah, uh, ah, ching, Chang walla, walla, bing, bang. Now, I'm not a fucking history buff, but I'm pretty sure that song wasn't being blasted during World War II. And she's like, it's 1940s New York. It's your job to make people feel they're walking through that. I'm like, fucking, there's Marilyn Monroe and Shrek are fucking line dancing, like, two feet away from me. And... uh I was like, I don't think people were walking out being like, you know, it was great riding the movies. I'm so glad we met the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. But there was that Jew cop with the fucking 1994 water gun that didn't fit the, uh, that wasn't authentic. Again, that was my rape victim. But um, she, uh, she's all, she was just very disappointed that day. Um, anyway, a lot of fun though.
1: So you, <laughs> you got a theater degree.
3: Uh, yeah, I did. From where? USC.
1: Oh, I didn't know you went to USC.
3: I did. Still paying them back. You I got it. Yeah, great school though. I had a lot of fun going there.
1: Um, okay, so you grew up in Seattle, and then yeah. did you come down here to go to USC? Yeah,
3: yeah. I I graduated from high school in 01, and then um uh just two months later, came down to SE and so I basically I auditioned to get my SAT scores were never that great. Um, like eleven ten, but the mean average of bad. my. It's not bad, but for USC the incoming um, class, the mean average was like fifteen sixty. So, oh
1: wait, they re- how high did, did they go in your year? They re-centered them, I think.
3: Did they? They just in- have very high standards yeah. for like tests, and I, I'm just a terrible test taker because I second guess myself. Like mm-hmm. I, it would be you know like cat is to kitten as dog is to a puppy, b Jew, c Fig Newton, and I'm like, <laughs> well, it's probably a, but it could be Fig Newton. Yeah. Like let's not totally rule this out. Fig Newtons are cute like puppies. Um, So I would just do – I just would never – but then I had a lot of extracurricular stuff, and I was good on the the interviews. And so then the guy was like, look, your SAT scores aren't up to a par, but um, you're trying to do the acting thing, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, there's a BA and a BFA, and the BFA – you have to audition for, and um, it's kind of rigorous. But like, if you get into that, they take like twenty kids out of you know thousands that apply, and you go all through four years with this class, and you get better teachers, and you get your own more uh, shows you get to be in, and um, it's if that's really what you want to do. So like, yeah, I'll audition for that. And um, he's like, you have less room to minor and stuff, which I wanted to like, have some, take some business class and do other stuff. But anyway, I ended up auditioning, got in, and so because I got in the acting school, then. Tells the school Hey we, we want him So you have to let it like, like Basically I got the letter From acting school first Being like Congrats you're in And then the school A couple of weeks later Being like Hey they told us That they want you So I guess you're in so, so, did you take,
1: you, but you had to take general education stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I had the to take, whole thing, yeah, like, I mean, curriculum. East
3: Asian society studies and, um, you know, how to be a good Wolverine and, and, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: what made you want?
3: <laughs> how to, how to pick up quarters slyly on stages to not look super dewy.
1: What made you want but, to be an actor? I mean, is acting, it was acting before comedy, yeah. sounds like. But, that- no, I
3: mean, I think comedy, I, uh, I just, you know, a big influence of like in Living Color, I was obsessed with as a kid and I was a, um, I think I I figured this out like two years ago and I've mentioned this um, um, a couple times now that um, I was a big kid so I was like teased a lot and not just like chubby I was a pretty fat kid were you really? yeah yeah
1: when did you lose it?
3: going into uh, before my bar mitzvah my mom's like you know you can't wear sweatpants and fucking uh, on the bima while you're reading from the Torah (laughs) and I was like that's what you think (laughs) but then she's like you gotta wear a suit and shit and I was like fuck all right." so I just stopped eating I was a very active kid I just I think after my folks split like, that's how I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know for sure. You hate
1: your feelings.
3: For it's sure. Okay. I, dude, also, I blame the makers of Pop-Tarts. If you don't want <laughs> fucking kids to double fist them while watching Tailspin at 4 o'clock, don't fucking make them so tasty. That's and on you guys. don't put two
1: in a foil pack.
3: <laughs> don't put two in a yeah. foil pack, because I'm going to eat the whole fucking yeah. box. And don't make... It, I mean, now Pop-Tarts are out of control. Do you realize... I, dude, I was at the store a couple of days ago. There literally was a whole aisle... Of Pop-Tarts. It was like chocolate chip cookie dough, fucking pumpkin spice, pumpkin latte, fucking, you know, um, fucking, you know... Birthday cake. Yeah, stripper tits ones. and like just, I mean, every flavor you can imagine. No joke. Like, birthday... Yeah. Um,
1: I'm always so tempted by all of the... Because birthday cake now comes in a million forms that aren't cake. There's birthday cake pudding. There's birthday cake ice cream. I've, that's I've disgusting. never... I know, but I've been so tempted by all of it. Never. I've never... I have You're not dipped it in, huh? a toe. No, I haven't. Because I'm like, I feel like it's, A, it's going to taste like Play-Doh, probably. And B, like that's a real fat girl move.
3: <laughs> yeah, but we've all got the fat girl inside of us. We'll be oh, right I, back. I
1: used to be a real fat girl.
3: <laughs> for real?
1: Yeah, for real. For much longer than it sounds like you were a fat kid.
3: Well, I, there's no good time to be um, not... Uh, in shape because kids are ruthless though like they come awful. up they they have no idea like one kid would call me jello jiggler mm-hmm. which to this day I, I think is hilarious but at the time hey man didn't make me feel so great i bet yeah that was the quickest way to make me cry at home by myself but jello jiggler now i think about it I'm like that sounds like maybe like a villain that fought bill cosby <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> True. So always did, ousted by the Jello Jiggler. Um, did
1: you have a lot of friends when you were young, though? Or, yeah, like, I had a handful. Where did you fit into the social scene in your school?
3: I was always, doing, like I said, always active. Did a lot of sports. Was in like Boy Scouts, and I was very active. And then, and I didn't even know I was fat until kids would make fun of me. I was very happy and just like fun. And I just, um, but like when they would, you know, the Jell-O Jiggler or, um, you know, just jokes, you know, um, that would then. Um, or even if go to a friend's house and a parent would make a comment. Dude, parents were the worst. So I started going on. Uh, I just stopped eating crap. And what did dropped, parents say? Oh, like, um, you sure you need more pizza?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, my grandpa would say that stuff to me too. He'd be like, uh, he's like, uh, I'd be going back for like, you know, seconds. Fat kids know the true meaning of seconds. Because guess what? That second plate, there's maybe seconds and thirds on that second plate.
1: I remember in... I had just gotten my braces on. So because I remember not only was it emotionally painful, but the memory is suffused with actual like physical pain. Sure. Um, so that would mean that I was, I guess, about 13. I thought I was younger, though. But I was at this girl's house and we were in her room. I was I was going to spend the night. And I just remember her saying, um, you know, you're very attractive. I mean, you're obviously overweight but beyond that, you're very attractive. And for okay. some reason that Unfriend. for some reason that sticks out to me, I think because it was under the guise of like she wasn't trying to be mean. No. It was actually she was trying to be nice or she was just um being super passive aggressive. I don't know. No, but you know what it was? It was like it was this like it's so obvious that I mean you're obvious I mean obviously yeah. this, but yeah. but you're actually attractive. And I was like, Thank you.
3: Yeah, it's a weird. Well, you girls Bitch. are good at that, though, with dropping the compliments and the fucking insults in the same sentence.
1: Thank you. Um, okay, so.
3: Chrissy's my best friend. She drives like a slut, but she's like my best <laughs> friend ever. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. You know, slutty driving? What? Um- <laughs>
1: so when your parents divorced, that was upsetting for you?
3: For sure. Thanks for bringing it up. But sure. uh, they, uh, <laughs> no, but I, that's definitely why I ate. And here's what happened. I started making people laugh. I started impersonating. There was like uh, um, a girl. She was like the hot girl in school, fourth grade, if you can say she was hot. Sure. She moved from a different place. Everybody had a crush on her. I had a crush on her. She's not into me because I got bigger tits than she does. <laughs> and she um, she liked a buddy of mine who was a real skinny, athletic kid. I was athletic too. Just fucking, hey man, again, Pop-Tarts, too tasty.
1: You were like a small football player maybe. For sure.
3: I was quick, too. I was quick fat. Like, quick fat, wow. No, no joke. I, like, would run, like... Because in my head, I was like, I'm as fast as these motherfuckers. And some of them, sometimes I was. And so uh, one of my buddies would deem me quick fat, like, in the sixth grade. And I was like, I'll take that. It's nice. But anyway, so I, uh, I would... Th- this new hot girl moved to school. She liked my buddy. I could impersonate her really well. And this was the first time I think I re- realized I could, like, mimic well. Mm. And so I started doing teachers and people after that a lot. And... Uh, and, uh, and so when I started to make people laugh, then it was like, oh, Adam's the funny kid, not the fat kid. And like, no joke. I think that's how I started to like, it also made me, I didn't try to do it. I just, once I realized I could impersonate this girl and we would call my buddy for two weeks, we did it for two weeks and I would pretend to be her and talk to him for maybe 20 <laughs> to 30 minutes at night and be like, Hey everyone, what's going on? Like she had a really raspy. Mm-hmm. I just told the story on this morning show in Seattle when I was home for the thing and mention her name and she like lost her shit like we still keep in touch a little bit but she was just like because was like i didn't know you did that but i like remember you doing my voice and like <laughs> i don't know you actually called him and he always says my first call from a girl was adam ray because i would be like it, what's um that come sit next to me on the like at the outside the tetherball courts and like let's hold hands and i would and then you get to school and like i looking back if i really want to be you know um diabolical about it. it. could have been like, you know, come back in, you know, stick your finger in my ass during silent reading, you know, but I, <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, silent reading when you would do it. Can yeah. I know, man? That's because you don't expect it, man, because you're uh-uh. so fucking relaxed. <laughs> but so uh, so then finally I told him one day, I was like, hey, man, I've been calling you and he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, And he's like, No, I've been talking to Andy. I'm like, you've been talking to me. I do the (laughs) voice. Dude, his face, I still, it's fucking, I still see it. Like, I still, he looked at me like, like, do you remember when you first realized that Michelle Tanner on Full House was played by two people? You remember that look of fucking, like, amazement when Mm -hmm. you were like, whoa? Like, that's how he was looking at me.
1: So he wasn't angry. He was just impressed.
3: No, he was embarrassed. But I didn't give two shits. And me and my buddies just laughed so hard. And I think at that point, that for sure was like... And then I was like, oh, man. And we thought it was so funny. And then we became friends after that and mm-hmm. joked. But then more impersonating of other people, I would memorize Ace Ventura, like, <laughs> long, like, scenes and act them out on the bus on the way to school to people. Then I started prank calling radio stations, Seattle sports radio stations. And I would record them on a cassette. It was, like, in sixth grade. And I would bring it on a little My First Sony in the back of the bus and play it for people. Because, like, I'd call the Mariners show and I'd be like, um... I'd call four times in a night and do different voices and I'd be like, "Hey, uh, I think we should uh, trade Ken Griffey Jr. for a pack of Skittles." And the guys like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And then I'd call back an hour later and be like, "Um, yeah, uh my favorite player is Babe Ruth, but um my dad tells me if I don't get like a baseball signed by him, then he's going to like throw me in the laundry chute." And the guys like, "Well, all right, next caller." And then sometimes I'd call and actually talk for a while and be like, yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, the Mariners, they got a great chance of winning this year. But, uh, you know, it's the pitching, man. It's the pitching. It's always the pitching. And, like, never say anything but just, like, stay on the phone for a while. And they would just, like, really um, allow me to do that. And so I would bring those tapes on the bus. And my friends would laugh because cause nobody's doing s- shit like that. So they're like, I can't believe that you would call and prank them. And it was mm-hmm. nothing to me. I was just like, oh, yeah, it seemed funny. Also, you know. I don't know. I, I also, I mean, I, I, I worked hard in school enough, but I, I always knew that it's not what I was going to do. Like, And then when I got to high school, I definitely, you know, history and math. I mean, I worked hard to understand math to like, because I knew it was important for college uh, uh, applications. But like, I was like, I'm never going to fucking be in a situation where somebody's going to be like, you know, Hey, uh, so you seem like you you got a great head on your shoulders, man, and I'm sorry about the haircut, but um, (laughs) but, uh, the quadratic formula, can you give it to me real quick?
1: Yeah, that never, ever happens.
3: Right? Have you ever thought about the quadratic formula since then, up until now? No. It was like negative B over two dicks minus six X C... There was a lot of yep, negatives exactly. and, and, and dividers. <laughs> that
1: is it, exactly. And dividers.
3: <laughs> there were a lot of dividers. Um, Quadratic
1: formula. What was that for? Was that for figuring exactly. out the area of a Who rectangle? Who
3: gives a shit?
1: It's not, it's not it's A not, squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's something no, else. No, that's like Pythagoras Pythag- something. Uh,
3: Pythagorean theorem, maybe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Look at
1: us. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I think so I, so I got down
3: here really Oh, one went to school graduated in 5 started working at Universal um started doing stand up and making like short web videos to kind of just keep busy um went to an agency that hired me they brought me in they thought I could be a, a in addition to acting maybe they're like hey you want to be a hand model I was like <laughs> no a because I fucking have jammed all my fingers from playing basketball and I bite my fingernails and the guy's like, well, come meet our hand model agent. I was like, this really seems like a terrible move.
1: Had he sized up your hands? No. Or what, did he just He's send He's bringing me blind. There.
3: He's okay. like, no, meet Gary, the hand model guy. And uh, and I go in there and the guy's on the phone and he just makes me put my hands down. And the guy on the phone looks down at my hands and like on the phone and just kind of looks over real briefly and kind of like sizes them up. And then looks back up at me and just like does a no thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, thanks. I told you I didn't want to go in there, man. They He's like, no, no, that's great. Hands. They passed on my hands. But um,
1: well, so now
3: stand up in the videos thing kept me busy, and then that ultimately like has you know opened some doors, and it just helps that you have to do more shit than other than acting or waiting around for. That's why buddies of mine who've dropped out of acting because they were only really doing that. Mm-hmm. When you put all your eggs in one basket for auditions and one thing, that's like first of all, it drives you crazy, and second of all, this day and age, it's like people want you to have you know more shit on your plate to offer and stand-up is so great for that because as adam knows it just you're it keeps you out and about more it keeps your face in the spotlight a little bit more and, and it's a great thing to you know like after i did the heat it was able to bring a lot of those people to come i mean she, you know sandra came and saw me in boston with some people from the set because it was a cool thing to come do and like you know and that um you
1: know but is which was the dream first stand-up or acting sounds like it sounds like acting, acting. is yeah, yeah. yeah and that that is still sort of really I still
3: would I mean stand up has become such a big part of what I do now and I it's like a drug um but I mean I think I'd rather I wouldn't want to pick somebody asked me the other day they're like would you ever just do movies and TV or like do stand-up the rest of you? I was like they they go so hand in hand now but um I came out here for acting and, like the movie was such a dick tease because it was like two months doing what I came here to do 12 mm-hmm. years ago and like oh man it's just like uh Yeah, it's a, yeah. So, I mean, auditioning as much as I do, I'm thankful for to be in that position. But, like, man, it really does take a toll of just, like, not getting close and not. And then there's even the the level above me where those guys who get shows and then the book pilots shoot them and then they don't get picked up. I mean, it's like, it's really a fucking crapshoot. But you have to be so.
1: Are you able to do that thing that you just mentioned before where you don't get emotionally invested in auditions? No. Uh, I yeah. never really have been able to unless it's something where it's like I don't even want this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's some uh, yeah there's a handful of things that you really are, are the material's good the show's dope. Um, there's this HBO show I just lost out on that Tim Robbins and Jack Black are doing that Jay Roach is um, directing the guy who did Meet the Parents in Austin mm-hmm. Powers and I was up for one of their leads and uh, this guy who's got like a thousand things on his resume got it and and um, but yeah, like I for sure let myself get, you know, uh, fantasize about doing that because it was such a great part and it would just, you know, HBL didn't do anything wrong. But um, even for the heat, I walked out being like, well, I feel like I crushed that, but I'm probably like, it seemed like such a big um, deal that I was just, and I knew buddies that were going in for it that had, that were on shows. And I was like, why wouldn't they get it? Like, so, so I just put it out of my head. Um.
1: How many auditions did you have to do for the Heat?
3: Three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just, I don't know, you, you you try to be strong mentally, but it takes its toll. I mean, this past, the last two months before Thanksgiving were, was a lot of getting close and not getting and like, man, that really took its toll for the first time in a while where I was like, fuck, I don't know if I, I don't know how much longer I can do this, but like you sack up and you like, you just take a couple of days to like, but that's, and then you have stand up and it's like, I'm going to do shows and put my energy there and, and um. So that takes my mind off it. But. I mean,
1: how do you process it? Like, do you think – because I think the, the healthy way is, oh, I must – it just wasn't my time or I just wasn't – It, it was, There's a I lot just of that. wasn't right for it. Things or, happen
3: for a reason, yeah. At least I met Jay Roach and all that. Now, now I'm on his – now he, I'm in, in his radar. I mean, you have to I do go that.
1: to like, oh, I must have humiliated myself. I'm a fraud.
3: Well, that's not healthy at all.
1: No, I know. <laughs> that's why I'm asking where on the spectrum are you? Was
3: that – you know what? Maybe you need to ask yourself, um, WWTD, what would Tootie do?
1: Her real name is Dorothy, first of all. <laughs> Dorothy Ramsey. Yeah, you can't she be... She wanted to be an actress as well. <laughs> See? On the show.
3: You can't be... Yeah, you can't be down on yourself like that. No. You, you, I mean, you're your biggest supporter. And, like, yeah, you have to be so... You do have to be confident without being, um... A know. dick. Yeah. yeah. But you gotta think that you're... You know what? That you should be the one. They'd be stupid not to get you. And
1: I know. I know. That's really like the only energy you can bring into the room. Yeah,
3: but also just and also, but also a little bit of balance of not giving a shit too much. Like sometimes when I go in there, and I'm just like, I don't fucking care. Like, you know, or or even if you can somehow be like, I'm. I know I'm not going to get this. So you just what do you got to lose? But I mean,
1: somehow I find the combination of being prepared, but also. Like it's easy That's what to it yeah,
3: be prepared than then go in there and and just throw everything out the window and go, fuck it. My, so my mom read some fucking first of all, she tells me to have fun all the time, even when I was shooting free throws in high school in a fucking packed arena. And it was dead silent. <laughs> she goes, have fun. Just have fun. I look over and I'm like, Mom, shut up. <laughs> um, and uh, but she read some quote from I think it was from Michael Jordan where he said, like, when he gets into the game, he just says, fuck it or something. So now she's always telling me before an audition, you know, if she knows I've got some big, she's like, just go in there. You know what Michael Jordan does? He just says, fuck it. Go in there and just fuck it. I'm like, okay, this, can we, can I get off the phone? Are you eating? And, um, yeah, I don't know. You have to just, it's, I don't wish this profession on anybody. It's, it's ballsy, but you get so deep into it. And also I think you get to a point to where you're like, like I said, like early on when I was, um, doing impressions of buddies. It's like, I knew this is what I had the most fun doing. And once she gets to be a little bit of a job, but like, this is our job right now. And this is pretty awesome. Mm. Um, and, uh, but the, 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 the part of it that is, um, you know, then you realize that, you know, you need acting work, not only to progress in your career, but for your livelihood, you know, to like make money. That's why when people are like, I'd be happy just doing theater. I'm like, you fucking know you wouldn't <laughs> like everybody wants the, um, you know, you want to be able to support yourself and and do cool shit though. But um, just gotta write it out. That's my slogan. Just gotta stay persistent. The people that that's where so many people drop off. I would have a bunch of friends that move to L. A. and they they do it for a few months or even a couple years, and I'm like, that's well, that's definitely not long enough. You're not even giving yourself a chance. Like, right. Yeah. You know, but it's intimidating. I'm just thankful that we're all like out here now, right? Like I have a buddy who's getting ready to move out here and. Like and I'm gonna help him as much as I can when the time is right. Like you don't want to. I'm not gonna throw like a lot of opportunities or or introduce him to people, but um, because he's still a pretty new comic and stuff. But God, man, just he's very like optimistic and shit. But just like I think about how intimidating it is to just start here, and it's uh, it's
1: awful. I mean, can all remember it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I. Um... But also
3: exciting. I mean, the uncertainty is pretty dope. You just gotta look at it that it like it um, from that angle, and not. Scared. I mean,
1: for me, that was because I'm from here originally. But for me, that starting over thing and hoping it that was my move to New York because yeah. I went there without a job. And I it took me a couple years to like really feel like I was in, in the right place. Sure. So, um, yeah. And I those those were two very uncertain years. Let's do some just me or everyone. Ooh. here we go. Sometimes I ponder on something. All right. Nick Stanley says, is it just me or do you get embarrassed when your stomach gurgles? I always think of it as future farts and assume they do, too. Um,
3: (laughs) Future farts, by the way, is a band I would would definitely. That's good. Yeah. Future farts.
1: Here's the thing with stomach gurgles. Depends. Is it a hunger gurgle? Because then it's like, oh, you just sound svelte. But if it's sort of if it is a future fart that someone's hearing, yeah, that can be embarrassing.
3: I don't, I, by the way, I've never thought of a stomach gurgle as a future fart because...
0: Nor is feelings felt. Yeah. That's never occurred to me, but I like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: that's a great way to look at it. See? Look at that. See? Positive Alison Rose That's and right. Already. 2014 is going to be a great year for you.
1: Thank you. Ashley Kinsel says, Lock your door at stoplight on corner because you see someone who looks shady then feel guilty because you think they heard the door lock. Yes, I don't. I don't think they hear the door lock, but I always try to stealthily hit the little door lock thing. Thankfully, my the my my car now the door lock button is pretty senses low. fear. Oh, it senses fear.
3: Yeah, I like wish shady, no, shady, shady black it. eye. Yeah. shady black eye. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I feel like if you're concerned about your safety, don't. Um, it's not like anyone who might be shady is going to like hear that door lock and no, then they go, hear it oh, challenge. you think I'm shaking? Do they? <laughs> no. And then they come over. Oh, you think I'm going to fuck up your hair?
1: I do that thing, though, where I try not to make eye contact with the people holding the cardboard signs. You know, when you're stopped. Do and you? Someone, yeah, you look at them. Well, you give them For money. For sure.
3: Well, I don't give them money because that's, but, you're just standing there. The guys who come up to me with, who are, um, you know, proactive
0: well can we get a short version? I've been wondering about this since the beginning can we give a sh- can we get a short version of what the great story that elicited twenty bucks for you is?
3: Oh yeah okay uh yeah um well, he told me <laughs> he told me that he had kids in long Beach that he hadn't seen in ten years and that he needed to get down there. Mm-hmm. I knew by the way, it was kind of bananas and and maybe not true, but he um he kept. Every time I asked questions, he was like, he didn't hesitate. I was like, what are your kids' names? He's like, Jermaine and Josh. I was like, fuck, cool. How tall are they? Five, nine, five, two? He hasn't
1: seen them in 10 years, but he knows how tall they are. Yeah. That's curious.
3: For sure. But he was spot on with the answers. Okay, good. And then he started tugging at my heartstrings and he almost started to like cry. And I was like, dude, either A, I need to tape this on my phone and send it to like now casting or. Um, B, maybe this is really true, and I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And he was like, "Man, little Joshua and Jefferson, And fucking." He was changing the names halfway through the story, and uh, and he was like, "I haven't seen him in ten years." And he went on about one of them needing. He had this. the, the uh, He was going to be a baseball star, and he was like, "He's got, he's got all the makings of a star man." And like, I just, I can't be there to play catch with him, and it just like it makes me. I, I used to play catch with him, man, and now and I dream about it. I dream about playing catch with him. And I just need to get down there for for a couple of days and figure things out. And I'm just like sitting at him and like, and and hey, was was I a little high? Maybe. That's not what's important right now. But I definitely got moved a little bit. And by that, I mean, I definitely like backed away as he started to come towards me <laughs> and uh, and got into my car. And as I was rolling the window up and spraying him with Febreze, I said, hey, man, here's 20 bucks. No, but it was definitely along those lines. It was very, it tugged at my heart. It was about his kids and sports and not seeing him and dude he fucking committed i it could all have been a hoax Oh, sounds, sure
1: it, was, it sounds, yeah,
3: completely like a hoax. Yeah, but he, but he
0: committed that
3: much.
1: Yeah. I would say lie more than hoax, actually.
3: I'm yeah. a sucker, dude. I, kids that sell the candy bars. I remember what that was like as a. Um, I got chased by dogs in my neighborhood. I dropped a whole box of fucking Kit Kats once as a pit bull chased me. Fucking that. I wish that was on video somewhere of my fat ass running fucking six blocks <laughs> as a pit bull chased me, and I've got Kit Kat. I'm eating some of the Kit Kats, and I'm just running away, be like, mom. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, that guy, it was a great story. You want to hear what happened to me last week at the laundromat? Okay. This is a great story. I don't like to joke about homeless people. And that story I just told was a very heartwarming tale that should be paid forward. Yeah, very. It's Yeah, it is the season. But um, this story isn't even about the homeless guy. It's about the laundromat and the cast of characters that are at the laundromat, if you go there. And it, there's an unspoken, you get to know people without saying anything. You like observe. You're like, oh, there's the guy that always washes shorts. And fucking it's short, you know, Cheryl and um, that guy. Yeah, that guy. And then there's the fucking there's the twins. So then there's the the hot girl with like the the old guy and uh, whatever. There's a cast characters. At some point, homeless guy walks in, looks me dead in the eyes. I had just been the one who, again, made eye contact with him because I'm a decent person. Mm -hmm. I don't look away. Right. Uh, He wasn't even holding the sign. I was just like he walked in and I was like, oh, who's this guy? What's you're he bring- welcoming
1: w- him to your laundromat
3: sure what's he bringing to the table hey man you better have a fucking funny entrance to add to this you know faux sitcom he looks me right in the eye and goes you killed Martin Luther King turns around and walks out now I know I didn't kill Martin Luther King um, and even in that moment there was a silence right I kind of let it like marinate for a minute and I looked around at the other people to be like oh is anyone going to find that funny? Are we all going to kind of share some like mm-hmm. collective like, well, I'm fucking, you know, he was a great man or whatever we, you know? And then I let the kind the, of the silence kind of die down, and for whatever reason, I felt like I didn't feel like assured that people
1: knew that you didn't.
3: So I, I swear to God, I go, you guys know I didn't actually kill him, right? <laughs> and then there's even more silence, and then I was like. Nobody, and then more silence. Then one guy goes, "Yeah, man, you're cool." <laughs> How great is that?
1: That's incredibly awkward.
3: So awkward. Yeah, but I loved every moment of it.
1: It's special. Also,
3: I just it made me want to follow that guy and to be see like, see
1: if he yells at anyone else. Well,
3: yeah, was he going around all day into into laundromats or sandwich shops and just take or, and was I it I feel just, like
1: this probably was not a one off.
3: Was it just Martin Luther King or was he going into every place and being like you killed Rosa Parks or you killed Anne Frank was he just going oh, down the line of right you know of what? I don't know. What? famous people.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to know what Martin you Luther killed Mickey Rosa Mouse. Parks and Anne Frank and Mickey Mouse all how they all are categorized. Well, they'll be famous on famous people.
3: They should be on um VH1's uh
1: One Hit Wonders? Yeah. (laughs) Probably not that. One
3: Hit Wonders. You know who hosts that? Chumbawamba. Oh, really? Probably. No, I'm just saying they should. Oh, yeah. Chumbawamba, dude, every time Chumbawamba is brought up in conversation, you know what my face does? Lights up
1: really because I'm my face is not lighting up.
3: Gary, do you have that song on cue?
1: No, no, no. We have no tub thumping here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. We have no tub thumping here because (laughs) they would love to hear you say that because they came up with tub thumping and was like, God, I hope this catches on. I hope people. I hope there's tub thumpers like the way that you have like believers. We got fellow tub thumpers out there. I think Gary's trying to cue it up. No, he's not. No, he's not. Allison can't do it. No, you can. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Oh, fucking happy birthday, all over again with you, oh. just in the background. Well,
1: No, I am, I am um, refusing to sing this. It's not that I'm afraid to be off key; it's that I will not, I will not. I respect that. Sing karaoke? We
3: get some karaoke. I, you
1: know what? I'm not a big karaoke fan. I was actually just thinking about this. Are you? Do you love karaoke? Love it. Really? Love it. Of course.
3: I love to sing, and it's also I know I'm. I get into it, and I well. I can be in tune, but I'm also not fucking winning a competition with my performance.
1: Very weird memory I have of uh, there's this guy that I I sort of liked in New York, and um, he flirted with me a lot. And then I got really drunk, and we ended up um, we left the party, and we like were making out in a cab. And then we went to this place, and then he just sang karaoke while I sat there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Worst date ever.
1: You two's one. Jesus. Over and over.
3: Oh, what? And
1: over. Guess what? And he over. He, he
3: thought that, he's done that before. He thought he was sealing the deal with you. He's I like, guess. this is my move. I bring him to the karaoke bar. He probably walked in. You it probably was, didn't, but like. You didn't even it see was, it, but he probably fucking pointed at like nine different people who were all just like, fucking it's Ben, you know, or whoever he was.
1: Well, I didn't leave with him.
3: Well, yeah, because.
1: Because that happened. You two
3: over and over. Now, if it had it been another band you were into, if it was like, if he's saying, you got a fast call. I'm not anywhere. You would have been like, oh my Tracy God, Chapman. this guy is the best. No,
1: no, it, no, I think taking me to watch him do karaoke was where he lost me.
3: Fuck. This guy sounds like a bummer.
1: He was. He was totally a bummer. Exactly. <laughs> a fucking huge
3: bummer. But, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of you not enjoying the idea of karaoke because you're a fun you're a fun gal
1: thank you i know and I and it's like, like you... i feel like i'm being a bummer right now
3: no nah, i wouldn't you know, go that far no you're i not. feel
1: like maybe i
3: you just haven't exposed yourself it's also it's the same thing with pot When people that go i don't fucking do pot I'm like first of all you don't do pot you fucking idiot uh you smoke it uh or inject it um now go back <laughs> now go back to bed you're five uh but uh but i go uh you um you haven't been in a situation where you felt comfortable with a group for karaoke. You know, same thing Fairly with like pot. You have to be yeah. like people I've told. them am like, hey, if you if you do want to smoke for the, for the first time, make sure you're with people you like.
1: Maybe I've done so much karaoke and I know I can't handle it. Wow, <laughs> So well, that's I'm not the abstinent case. from karaoke. <laughs> what if that's it?
3: I'm abstinent from karaoke. Have
1: you gone to those places? I where did karaoke
3: in an Applebee's in Missouri a month ago. I'll do it anywhere.
1: Karaoke in a crowd is fine. But that thing where you get a little tiny room. And the it's intimate. all narrow. It's too intimate. It's got to be a bit, And that's b- not yeah. fun. No. I don't think it's fun.
3: It's, it's way too intimate. You, um, yeah, you've got to have a crowd. Because <clears throat> otherwise you just feel like you're singing. Like when there's like holiday parties and they're like, we got karaoke going. And you're like, Ugh. where? In the living room. That's also kind of like the kitchen. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And then the guy's like, hey, we got to get out of here soon. And you're like, oh, fucking, what's up, bummer couple? <laughs> hey, we got to get out of here. Nice, man. Is that way it came out? Yeah, man. We just got to get out of here, though. Cool, leave.
1: Yeah, I, I guess what you're saying is you don't get points for just coming out of the house.
3: Bingo. But they think they do. He's, and no, you know what? I we also... do
1: think we do. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, I that also... I'm one of them.
3: Oh, hilarious.
1: Maybe I'm not.
3: Are there, are there, am I taking there you are. away from this? All right. Okay,
1: let's just quickly do this because cool. we, we are, we are, we are almost out of time. Erica says, I have a weird fear of listening to voicemail messages. Yes, I feel like everyone does. And then here's the thing though everyone does. I certainly do. But when someone tells me that, sometimes I think, why?
3: I don't even I don't get,
1: think, I don't
0: think everyone does applies here.
1: Oh, really?
3: I have a weird fear of listening to voice. What?
1: You don't get that, that like slight little flutter of when you have to listen to a voicemail message? No. no. Really,
3: it's a delightful Erica, moment. I
1: do really. Okay.
3: I mean, well, I, mean, I don't know why. It's from,
1: I think it feels like
3: <laughs> you feel like you're. Well, okay. You, do feel, you feel like, like someone's bad's conf- about.
1: You feel like I feel like I'm being confronted for avoiding
3: here's, life. Here's the here's the flutter of like of uh, anticipation and and possible like um, concern is when you see a number you don't know and you don't pick it up and then you see it go boom voicemail then I'm like who the fuck is this
1: yeah. Right.
3: And should I pick up that dollar right now? Is anybody looking at me?
1: Call could be come from inside the house.
3: See? Yeah.
1: Matt Gifford says, I can smell different stuff in my pee depending on what I consumed, not just asparagus like gin and honey smacks
3: cereal. (laughs) A little shout out to honey smacks. Um, If you can smell honey smacks in your pee, you probably, I don't know if that's cause for concern. I want to know
0: how much honey smacks he's eating. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. That's right.
1: Right, because maybe he's just peeing straight cereal.
3: And did he combine it? Was he eat, also eating Fruity Pebbles and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but Honey Smacks was, well, was like... was
0: the gin in the Honey Snacks,
1: too? That's pr- the other question. For sure right? it was. Sal T. says, every time I do something or have a thought, I rate it's just me or everyone-ness. Points on weirdness and uniquity. Is that a word? No, but I like it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, moving on.
1: Uh, no, I'm saying no, uniquity is yeah, not a word, yeah, but, sure. it, but it should be. It's sure Um And... Uh, uh, I don't know. I bet a lot of people who listen to this do that. Jason Dick says sometimes I spend time daydreaming about my dog's family tree. I do that a little bit.
3: Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jason. Uh, definitely fucking get out of the house more.
1: Hey, we like Jason. I know. So do I. Okay.
3: But here's the thing about uh, dogs and their family tree. You need to not spend so much time wondering about that. You can because you're ta- first of all you're taking time away from loving your dog. You're which, right. Which is why you got him. You're right. And spend time with him. Spend what. How about just that dog and the tree that he's trying to fucking nuzzle up against?
1: Abe Lopez says, "Grew up thinking it was zinc You owe me a Coke. Only as an adult learned it was Jinx." I don't. I always knew it was Jinx. Actually, I wonder if yeah.
3: Oh God, boy, that's that's like those when people grow up and they're like, you know, they they like I thought your name was, you know, Dan. I've been calling you Dean for fucking twenty years.
0: I feel like that's somebody who he heard it from the first time had it wrong because that's, right. that's too big of a difference to mistake hearing it. Zink somebody and just Jinx. said it wrong yeah. the first time and he was convinced that you're he right. was hearing it wrong Abe every time. That's
3: that the that worst. Happened? If you're hanging out with kids who don't like that's because that was that's a universally played game and um, wow, what a what a shitty thing to like not get it right.
1: We didn't do Jinx, you owe me a Coke. It was just Jinx.
3: It was Jinx, you owe me Coke.
1: It, we didn't do that though. Oh. when I Where I grew up which is also where Gary grew up. At a different time, it was just Jinx, and then you'd go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, and the and person then had to say stop before you hit ten, or else they couldn't talk.
3: Yeah, I played that until one too. someone
1: said their name, and then that person couldn't talk. What
3: a great who the fuck came up with that?
1: And game? the way we do it is we That's go some
3: Hitler shit. Exactly, <laughs> it's,
1: exactly it's very some.
3: like it's very controlling.
1: It is. It's like verbal you eugenics. You can't talk. Yeah. yeah, I know. So um, it was. So then we go jinx. Like you just do one yeah, to yeah, ten yeah, super yeah, of fast. Of course. Oh, oh, those fun days. Chris says, just me or everyone, I'm seriously burnt out on Candy Crush. No, my Candy Crush torch still burns. Dr. Schmoop says, just me or everyone, when I am waking up from a dream in which I'm talking, I feel the need to finish my statement even though I know it isn't real. Um, only sometimes. Do you guys do that? No. Sorry, Dr. Schmoop. What,
3: to not finish...
1: To finish the statement that you were starting in your dream if you wake up.
3: Wait, he woke up from his dream and was talk.
1: Like if you're having a dream where you're in the middle of saying something and then you wake up, it's like finishing the statement. Oh. I don't think I wake up. I don't think I cut myself off by waking up.
3: Well, I mean, I definitely know I talk in my sleep. Um,
1: oh, that I do too.
3: I almost want to set cameras up because like I've been told by um, exes that I' uh, actually some pretty crazy shit. Like what? <sighs> One told me that I was trying to save her from a dragon one time, and she gave me the name of the dragon. I, I had named the dragon in my dream, which I thought was pretty awesome, and I can't remember it right now. Uh, Good night, everybody. I
1: know. I was going to see how long this <laughs> awkward might, silence was going to go.
3: But uh, so let's
1: end on a strong point. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I, well dra- how about dragons? What do you feel about dragons?
1: I liked Pete's dragons. And just one of them. It was one Pete's of them. Dragon. Yeah, Pete's
3: dragons. He, Pete's dragon. he was friends with one, but secretly had a whole cave of others. I'll tell you this really quick about dragons. I was at a party once, and I uh, was at the bar, and this guy comes up and um, and he starts at, he starts trying to hit on the bartender, and I was observing his game. It was terrible. And he's like, "So do you like tattoos?" Right away, and she's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm thinking about getting one." He's like, "Cool, I got a dragon. Well, half a dragon." And I'm like, "Okay, fucking." I was about to leave, but now I'm.
1: Yeah, I'm in this riveted. for the long haul.
3: Fucking who just says I have half a dragon. So I, I I look over and I go, half a dragon, huh? And he goes, what's up? And I go, I said, half a dragon, huh? You said you had half a dragon. And he goes, yeah, my back. I go, why just half a dragon? And he goes, well, when I become a full dragon, I'll get the other half. And I go, cool, man. Hey, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, well, dude, it's like fucking. And then he explains this whole martial arts thing. And he's like. I was tied with martial arts and he's like, and hey dude, when you become a full dragon, you're like, your full potential. And right now I still got a lot of work to do on myself and my craft. So when I get the other half of the dragon, then I'll fucking be totally, uh, I'll be ready to fly. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I shared a look with the girl of like, whatever. And then he looked at me and he goes, oh, and by the way, you killed Martin Luther King live from New York. <laughs> okay,
1: that guy sounds awful.
3: He was terrible. Yeah. And then I guess what happened, though? I end up, he left, and I end up, like, joking with the bartender girl about, like, how ridiculous that guy was.
1: Then you went home with her? Not that night. Oh. But later. But we ended
3: up, but we ended up, well, we end up starting talking and became friends. Because she was it's way so cool. Beautiful. So, like, that guy, dragon guy, wherever you are, Thank hey, you. man, I'll, I'll tell you who that dragon guy was. You know who it was?
1: Who? It
3: was Gary. Has- <laughs>
1: I thought it sounded God like damn him. It. I you, try to keep my personal life personal. You a full out. dragon
3: yet, bro?
0: <laughs> I'm working on it. So I still have I'm a lot work. of work to do on
3: myself. That was the best part when he goes, "I got a lot of work to do on me, man." I was like, "Cool, you can probably leave the dragon tattoo out of it, though." But you know what? I got a respect for tattoos because I don't know what I would get. Yeah, I,
1: don't, I don't know what. You I have would to have either. a
3: because you girls get them with the purposes and the messages, which I, I respect. You know, like the two fl- hummingbirds spooning in a flower, and it means after you weather the storm, the spirit of the heart stays true, and then. You know, like I think that was in a fortune cookie, but I'd probably get like an, an alien holding a basketball and then people were like, well, what does that mean? And I go, oh, it means uh, Space Jam is the greatest fucking movie of all time.
1: You should do that.
3: I'm not even joking right now. Like you're kind of smiling because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, is that like a joke? Well, yeah, I am. But I'm not smiling because it's 100% like what I am considering in my life.
1: Get half of it. <laughs> Adam thank you so sorry that was the most no, was awkward a- my saying your name no as no you, about you to want to finish
3: strong so that's why we segwayed out of the, um, the tattoo the- segment no we got out of the divorce fat kid stuff uh, we came out of that on top I think
1: we did yeah that
3: yeah. could have sunk this ship
1: I feel like we could I feel like we could have talked more that about that that was a that. fat joke by the way oh
3: the stories about me being a fat kid could have sunk the ship I just I'm trying to drop in these little it. nuggets I
1: know I'm going to enjoy them later okay
3: yeah
1: <laughs> Um, thanks thank for having you, me thank you so much for doing my show people can find you on twitter at Adam Ray Adam Ray comedy, Adam Ray comedy. my website
3: is adamraytv.com and all my sketches and uh, album um, which will be out in January uh, first comedy album and uh, my podcast with little Brad Williams about last night you can go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com and find all the episodes um, all my tu- oh, and all my stand up tour dates are on my website and- excellent This was a lot of fun.
1: This was fun. Thank you so much for doing this. You're great. Um, If you're going to buy something on Amazon, like is your new album going to be available on Amazon? Oh, for sure.
3: Click through the banner
1: on my website at alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. Also, we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching, hey, go fuck yourself on your iPhone. Uh, Search in iTunes.
3: I'm definitely getting that. You should. It's awesome. It's super fun. Now, who sang that?
1: Um Tom Rapp, whose performance <coughs> name is Trap Dog, he does all the jingles and things for my show. He is can, amazing. Can I be
3: honest? Deep down I want to write jingles. Oh you should. I mean that little haircut song I gave you, not my best work, but like I I just think it's seems like the most fun job ever. To take a product and, you know. Like let's right. give me a product real quick. This is how we'll end it. Give me a product real quick and I'll give you a quick jingle.
1: Dragon tattoos.
3: Dragon tattoos are fun if you're a douche. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that I feel like you have what it takes. That was really Dragon good.
3: Dragon tattoos are fun if you're a douche. Almost sounds like a depeche mode song. It's really good. Put a little fucking drums behind that gear.
1: You got it.
0: Maybe
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Thank you. Alright, thank you so much. Thanks, and awesome.
1: thank you guys for listening. I love you. Goodbye.
2: Hey, do you know about the Allison and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rose Show. and rules and shows.
1: Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus, on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. That's HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison.